0: Welcome to The Connection Podcast. I'm Jason Keister, the show's producer, here with hosts Drew Boreen and Lexi DeLuna. Let's get ready to connect with somebody new today.
1: Oh, it started. Okay. Welcome to The Connection Podcast, guys. Um, Today, we'll be interviewing uh, Justin Ebmeyer. Hello. Do you want to say hi?
2: Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Of
1: course. I think the first thing we want about do we still want to talk about this or not are we taylor swift yeah you were lexi was saying she really wanted to talk about taylor swift Um, hillary and i are really big fans really yeah oh yeah i guess i should have assumed that since how much you knew about her before always a
3: fan or was it like (laughs) Um,
2: that's kind of a complex question because (laughs) i was pretty anti-country when i was in high school and she Mm. was kind of a country girl when i was in high school uh so then like once i got older and realized i don't need to worry about what other people think about me then i started liking her a little bit more
1: did you guys go to high school together no no
2: (laughs) no i didn't go to school with taylor
0: swift (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you were
3: asking about hillary right yeah yeah i know because i thought i know he was talking about taylor swift only though He's just like he I knew her about yet.
1: her in high school. <laughs> I
3: feel yeah. really
0: outnumbered here. By the way, I see Lexi wearing a BYU jersey, and we already know how Justin feels about BYU. Yeah, I was,
2: I was sorry complimenting her on that amazing.
3: It says you know a lot jersey. about BYU sports. You know, i <laughs> gonna team? interrupt you, Bishop. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Thank no. you, Lexi. I know they're a club team. Mm. That's they're
3: not. My like... chemistry teacher is making fun of them.
1: Oh, okay. Wait. What is that? Wait, BYU Sports? Not – wait, they're a club team?
2: Yeah, so they play like other clubs around the country, but they don't have like a championship or – Wait. Or, or it's not like NCAA-sanctioned or something like that.
1: Wait, what is BYU Sports? Is it just like general overall all BYU Sports? Oh, yeah, I,
2: I grew up in Provo, Utah. Yeah, I bleed blue.
3: Well, I was babysitting with kids the other night, and all they could talk about – Well. Um they are. it was Milo, I think. Wait, Milo's second oldest? Yeah, he's my fourth. year old. Yeah. He was begging to turn on the BYU football game. He's like, there's oh gotta be gosh. a game on tonight. There's no. gotta be a game. No, I was we, like, we, I don't think so. We well. <laughs> yeah. They
2: Wait. like watching Cosmo. They like they do the the Rolex. Yeah, they're they're pretty brainwashed. We took him to a BYU basketball game a few weeks ago. Just went crazy
1: for it. Time. They told
3: me they ate a cougar tail? Yes,
2: they had a Cougar tail for the first time. It was awesome. So those um, are
1: just like they're really just they're just really long maple bars, right?
2: Yeah, but it's also called a cougar tail. So adds value.
1: <laughs> okay. Wait, so all BYU sports like BYU football and
2: like BYU yeah, soccer. I mean, mostly BYU football and basketball is what I grew up watching the most.
1: But those are all wait, I'm still confused on this. They're all club?
3: No, no, no! no. Wait,
1: hockey. I'm confused because you were saying, hockey. "Oh, hockey's a club. Hockey's a club team." Oh, <laughs> I was like, I oh, really good. I'm like, I'm yeah. pretty sure BYU plays other college teams.
3: Yeah. I feel like unless there's any well, like more important things to talk about, maybe we should start actually. Um, anyone um, else? Taylor Swift, hockey, BYU. Well, that was—we were, was, we were
1: going through questions already, Lexi.
3: I know. But Lexi's, we have to we have to start at the beginning.
0: Lexi's so eager to leave. We do. No, we, still need, <laughs> no, we need we need oh, no. Justin Sorry. to do his sacrament talk intro. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's like a.
3: Uh, where'd you grow up? How'd you meet your wife? Mm-hmm. Who are your kids? Uh, this is
1: Justin Edmeyer for those of you who don't know him. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, hi everybody. Hi. Um, I grew up in Provo, Utah. I was born and raised there. Heck yeah, um, went to Provo High School, and then when I graduated, I went across the street and went to BYU. Uh, back when it was across the street, it's not across the street anymore.
1: Wait, did you live from home? Like, like go to school from home?
2: Uh, I did for the first year or two, yeah, and then uh, I went. I got a little uh, itch, I guess you could say. I wanted to go live like the real college life, and so I went with one of my best friends, and we went to. Uh, the apartments down south of campus. So we lived in an apartment, a couple couple blocks south of campus, and uh, that's where my 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 wife Hillary. Anyway, there's there's a couple of stories. Well, we'll probably get to that later.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll make sure to bring it up. Yeah. Anyway, Lexi will.
2: A little better. Yeah. Born and raised in Provo. Um, when I was finished at BYU, well, I got my degree in exercise science. And then I went to physical therapy school in Texas in the middle of nowhere, little small podunk town in Texas. And we lived there for three years and then we graduated in the middle of a pandemic. Weren't very many jobs open. (laughs) Uh, So then we waited for a few months living in my in-laws basement. And then we found an awesome job opportunity here in Eugene a great company that um, does a lot of really cool uh, training and education opportunities. So we're super excited to come here.
1: If you were like, okay, so you were living like in your like, your family's basement, but you already had kids at that point.
2: Yes. We, so- had, <laughs> we had two kids at that point Dang. and living in my in-law's basement, yeah. Was that just fun or? <laughs> <I don't> Not <know. laughs> as fun as you could imagine, yeah <laughs> no, I my mean, in-laws are great people, and they were very accommodating and very nice uh but obviously, you know you got a new degree and you wanna get a job and provide for your family, so it was it was, it was a little bit tough that way, but um, they're really nice to have us there uh I was applying for jobs like crazy, but uh you know in the middle of the pandemic, nobody was hiring very much, so yeah anyway, that was a it was a three or four months. It was kind of a rough period, but it was it was good, too.
3: So really quick, where were all three of your kids born?
2: Oh, that's a fun story, because have, we have lived in three states, and all three of my kids have been born in a different state. So Hillary, or excuse me, we were married in Utah. We had Lucy in Utah. We had Milo in Texas, and we had uh, Evan here in Oregon. I never knew that's his name. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, if we have another kid, we'll probably have to move. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you should wait until right before they call you as bishop. That would that's be my a, advice.
2: That's a great
3: idea. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I like that idea. Do you wish you moved, Bishop?
0: <laughs> I think you should. Like, if you know you I'll guys are like too long to pull that move. <laughs>
1: if you know you guys are due, you should like go on a trip to like Washington or something like a month. Yeah, we could do <laughs> then that. Then you could fulfill that goal and then have a kid in Washington. Yeah. I'm just just kinda... for funsies.
3: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was just an
1: idea.
2: <laughs> Gotta keep the streak alive. Because
1: then we could keep you here. Yeah. We'll have mean, the baby like, be in,
2: in Washington and we'll come right back. Yeah. Okay. We, we can probably work that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to hear about how you met your wife. Well... um. We were in the same singles word in BYU. It was at a point where I was getting real busy with my hard science classes at BYU. Like chemistry? Ch- chemistry, physics, physiology, anatomy. Uh, I feel like I took a nutrition class in there somewhere. Anyway, so I just felt like super busy. Um, wanted to go to medical school, so I knew I had to get really good grades. Um, so that was at the time I guess I wanted to go to medical school a little bit later, but so I didn't want to go to the extra Sunday meetings, like family home evening that they have in your ward is on Monday nights, and then they'll have like other get togethers throughout the week, and I just was overwhelmed and didn't want to do it. um but then they had switched up our family home evening groups. And my roommate was one of the dads, That's what they call them. They call them moms and dads, the, the guys in charge of our family group. So our meeting was in my apartment, and I just, like, locked myself in my room and played everybody <laughs> else. So, uh, I went to that meeting, even though I didn't want to. We had, like, a little intro get-together, and Hillary was there, and I didn't know who she was, but she talked about how much she loves byu sports and she was from a town where one of my friends from my mission was also from there and i was like oh well i need to go talk to that girl uh so we chatted for a little bit and got to know her but nothing really came of it after that um apparently later my buddy's Or snowboarding before, and up uh, my snowboard,
0: here
2: top of the lift by myself. Never snowboarded before, and I had to figure it out. I'd done longboarding. I was pretty good at longboarding, but that's not the same at all. <laughs> so
0: at this point, are you going on the bunny hill, or is this like a legit? run that
2: you're doing uh i think it was a legit run actually i don't
0: think it was so first time and your friends just did you yeah, yeah oh my god. i think they
2: assumed that i knew what i was doing and just like went off and had their own fun you do give
0: off that air of confidence i feel like <laughs> i can just ask you to do something and you'll just know
2: i i feel like that's not true at all <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh anyway yeah i was
2: at the top of the hill and you know it took me three or four runs and i was getting a little bit better knew how to Turn and stop, you know, the important things. <laughs> and then on my fifth run, I started to get a little cocky. Started to pick up speed a little bit. And I tried to turn and I just biffed it real hard. Uh, just landed really hard on my shoulder. I was sure that I broke my collarbone, dislocated something. So much pain. <laughs> yeah. Uh so went home. And uh went to the doctor. They put me in a sling. Nothing was broken, but they just wanted to stay in a sling for a few weeks, and things will be better after that. Uh And then a couple days later, I get a knock on my door, and this girl had some cookies for me. It was, it was my wife, Hillary. And they're chocolate chip cookies, and she said, Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I heard that you got hurt. Here, have some cookies. Hopefully, they make you feel better. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so nice of you. Thank you. And then I put them in my secret stash in, in our shared pantry and promptly forgot about them. <laughs> and she never has forgiven me about that to this day. She still make, gets mad at me that I forgot her chocolate chip cookies.
1: She just like refuses to make yeah. you any
2: more cookies. Yeah. <laughs> And a couple of days later, my roommate is like, "Hey, we should get a group date together." And I was like, "I don't know who I'm gonna bring." And then I thought, "Oh, well, maybe I should bring that girl that gave me cookies. That's probably a good idea." And uh, anyway, so we went on our first date. After that, we went to the Loveland Aquarium. Back when it was in the converted Albertsons in Utah. It's not in the. It wasn't in the nice place it is now. In <laughs> Sandy, but um, anyway, we had a really good time. She was super easy to talk to uh we got home we stayed in the car and chatted for like two hours
0: at this point where you're chatting do you tell her that by the way i never ate the cookies you brought i I don't remember when they're really good they're really good yeah i
2: think oh this was the other mistake i made uh i said those those were great cookies thank you my mom also oh, so a liar
0: too though. yeah no, i think i had no, one i think it's about to go worse i think i had one
2: cookie and then forgot about the rest um but then i was really stupid and i was like oh my mom makes the best chocolate chip cookies I've ever had and so obviously i'm like starting to good. compare to my mom's cookies and she felt really bad about so she doesn't let me live that one down either <laughs> but is it true
0: Maybe don't answer that. I can't answer that anymore. I learned my lesson. Yeah. Who's, who's a better baker between you and Hillary?
2: Ooh, uh she's probably a little bit better. Um, but we actually got into some baking when we were down in Texas.
0: What's we, What's your specialty?
2: I like, um, like pies and pastries and
0: stuff. How come you've never brought me anything? Uh, <laughs> Man, I'm so much
2: busier now. My life, my life as a PT student was so much easier. <laughs>
0: oh, wait, you did bring us churros one time. I did bring you churros. Yeah, okay.
2: yeah, those were good. I've so, never gotten churros. I made.
1: Uh, How
0: come we haven't brought Drew, Drew churros? Uh, What's going on? Yeah, defending me. Right. Come on. You yeah. brought them to Lexi either. Probably. Nope. No, no. Wow. I'm intimidated by you guys. Oh
3: gosh. <laughs> intimidated <laughs> by <laughs> high
2: school the scrawny students. little kid. <laughs> no, I made a, oh. I made some pumpkin pie in my life. I Made pumpkin pie from a real pumpkin. That was much harder. And not worth it. I grew
1: the pumpkin, I harvested the pumpkin, turned that and into No, a... I, I bought the pumpkin at oh, the store.
2: Okay. <laughs> right. It did taste as good. It, it's better from a can.
1: Not as good as Costco? Uh,
2: No, not as good as Costco.
1: Costco pumpkin pies are really good, actually. I really like
2: I love them. Yeah. Nobody makes them better than Costco.
3: <laughs> so, maybe turning back a little, I want to hear how you accidentally joined a cross-country team. I feel like that's kind of hard to accidentally do. Wait
0: yeah and then wait on Come that on.
3: note did you like follow through with it and like do a full season
0: i
2: did yeah i
0: did hmm. yeah were you uh, good no i was terrible <laughs> 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 please tell us the the story I don't know how this happened
2: <laughs> i probably amped it up more than it really is uh so when we were to middle school, with the notes <laughs> we were signing up for classes before we got to high school and my best friend was like hey man you should sign up for this class Uh, all you do is you go for a run and if you pay the coach like five bucks a month, he buys you cereal. And so you go for a run, you eat cereal, you take a shower and that's the first class of the day. And then you go about the rest of your classes. And I was like, dude, sign me up. That sounds awesome. (laughs) Turns out that in my school, I didn't know this at the time, but every team has their own class period called, they called it sports conditioning. Where like during school you could do some extra practice for your team. Mm -hmm. And it was the cross country team's uh, sports conditioning class. And I thought that I was going to get like free PE credit, eat breakfast. It was awesome. And man, running cross country after like sitting on the couch for the first 15 years of my life, (laughs) that was really hard. That was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. So like everybody would go for runs and I'd always be super behind and the boys would always be way far ahead and the girls team would pass me and then I would be like 20 minutes behind them going on like a three mile run and that was rough.
1: Did you end up running like with the team for like after school sports or?
2: Yeah. So that was the thing. So the coach was like, I can't give you PE credit if you don't come to cross country events. So I went to a couple of practices like bare minimum. (laughs) and i had to run in a race and i ran in the district race so like the qualifiers for state where everybody's like trying their best right and i'd always like stunk it up the whole season and i ran that race it was a hard race it was the hardest thing i'd ever done in my life and i probably came in dead last i don't know i wasn't i wasn't very good
3: (laughs) but uh yeah
2: so that's how i accidentally joined the cross country team.
3: Do do you remember your time i
2: don't know It was like three hours no i don't know
1: What was
3: your average mile time
2: Uh, probably 12 minutes i don't know it was terrible (laughs) i'm a lot faster now i yeah i got better i got a i got down to like uh, (laughs) i got down to my fastest 5k (laughs) ever was like a
0: 1930 justin how far in to the season are you before you realize you're a member of the team
2: Like the district race, like at the end of the season. (laughs) 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 I have to do this to get PE credit.
1: Well, okay. (laughs) Wait, but did you get that cereal in the morning?
2: Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, every other morning because we had A B A B days. Yeah. um, uh, Yeah, every other morning I got. We got cereal. We got the Malto meal, whatever's that the coach bought for us.
0: For some reason, I'm getting vibes of those guys who just, like, pretend that they're doctors and they just keep going with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Catch Me what? If You Can. Yeah, Catch yeah. Me If You Can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you guys watched Catch Me If You Can? They're, they're just making no. references. Oh, actually, Casey has it in his uh, voodoo account. There, that's yeah. a Haven't watched it. Either. If you're going to pretend yeah. to
2: be something, though, don't pretend to be a doctor.
0: Philly. I wouldn't pretend to be a cross-country runner. <laughs> <That would be laughs> pretend to be a nanny, like Mrs. Doubtfire.
2: I guess we've established a <laughs> faked-away my way a lot through my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, is was, uh, was good times. It, was, it definitely taught me to to go through hard things and uh, that I can do hard things, even if it's not fun.
0: What going back? Would you do it again?
2: Um. Uh, yes, although I think I would have loved a lot more guidance on how to actually start running. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because it was just like, okay, we're going for a run, and all the guys would just take off, and I had no idea what I was doing. Like, I would get a stitch in my side after a quarter I'm
0: detecting a theme here, people leaving you and telling you to do something that actually requires some knowledge and skill.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I hadn't put those two together, but
0: yeah. (laughs)
1: is there any more stories that fit that trend
2: well okay can i go back to the cookie story yeah because it's funny it's funnier when you hear hillary's side of this thing so hillary's story is that she was actually attracted to me she wanted to get my attention somehow and her mom had told her you just need to make him cookies and she's like no that's just weird to show up to some boy's house and give him cookies for no reason and so her mom immediately took up the challenge. She pre-measured ingredients. She li- so she lives about an hour and a half away from Provo. She drove an hour and a half away, gave her pre-measured ingredients. Hillary already had these ingredients in her apartment, but these were pre-measured. Drove an hour and a half away, dropped off the cookie ingredients, and then she drove back home. She said, "Okay, bye." Didn't even talk. Didn't even stay.
1: Just like showed <laughs> up Maybe. out of the blue. Yeah.
2: Yeah, she's like, okay, here, make the cookies. (laughs) And so Hillary kept, like, procrastinating, and then she saw this cute boy that had a sling on a church, and she felt really bad for him. And it was me, and so she made made the cookies, finally had an excuse to get in the door.
1: There's the secret part of the story where um, her mom actually paid off your friends to ditch you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: man my mother-in-law she's she's smart enough to do that but i don't, I don't think at that time like how, how <laughs> yeah. deep does this conspiracy yeah goes. that is a massive conspiracy she there. paid
0: off the cross-country team to- <laughs> i'm gonna ask them next time they're in town <laughs>
2: uh but yeah my uh my mother-in-law wanted grandbabies so she well, started cool. with chocolate chip cookies
1: i am actually so proud of having like like that giving the ingredients because oh, that would totally works.
2: she is yeah she's she's yeah she loves that that was her idea and it worked bait <laughs> switch you know. yeah <laughs> anyway so that's that's how we met chocolate chip cookies and getting hurt snowboarding
3: yep <laughs> right, since taking up skiing
1: skiing is better
3: I, skiing is not better <laughs> I, the first time i went skiing i got injured and that's i feel like that's how i really know bishop keister because like i never really talked to you before but then i got injured that day and everyone was like oh well you got to go find the doctor then the so, doctor. <laughs> i most definitely thought i like broke something i was yeah skiing for the first time then didn't end well
1: do you snowboard now
3: i've haven't gone since oh. but we're, we're going oh, okay. in well, a this, month um, and i am planning to snowboard yeah, well it's not board. that skiing's worse
0: it's that um <laughs> i'm excited, I'm for excited. To this is i i'm excited <laughs> to
3: snowboard i really want to learn i feel like i feel like i have potential maybe nah skiing's we'll
1: better see. well i mean you probably do have potential Here's, here's the thing. I wasn't saying nod to you having <laughs> a snowboarder snowboarders versus
3: skiers. Uh-huh.
2: The worst part is that when you're with a snowboarder and you're a skier, you have to wait for them to put their bindings on at the top of the hill. Yeah. yeah. You can't just take off and go.
3: I kind of hate taking off and go. I don't know. It's kind of scary. I don't like how everything moves so fast, but. Yeah, I don't it it sense, how life so. it's a- life works. <laughs> it moves fast. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. That
1: could be a Taylor Swift song. You get a roll of no. punches.
3: Maybe. Life moves
1: fast, boy. You better keep up. Yeah. You
3: should stick to writing country music. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
1: I wrote a country song for those of you who are listening. It's horrible. <laughs> they loved it, though.
3: It was definitely a thing. Okay, never mind. I love
1: it. <laughs> I'll have to show you afterwards. It's so good. All right.
0: I'm looking forward to it. That was a deceit.
1: I want to know why... This is my favorite question to ask, but why is your favorite color blue?
3: Oh my!
2: Um, I, I bleed blue. I just I'm the biggest BYU fan. Your blue blood. Yeah I, yeah, I kind of figured that would I'm, be the I'm answer. I'm watching Bishop Keister roll his eyes over there. What's your favorite color? I'm Bishop? Looking down. No, it,
1: Jason, <laughs> Doctor you... Bishop, Professor Jason O'Brien Keister. What is your <laughs> favorite color?
0: It used to be blue.
1: Yeah, he was hurt.
0: I, I, been around too many byu fans now I'd oh man wow. wait that's that's why you don't like it yeah now i like green or yellow they're great colors i feel like this, this is just an identity that, yeah, crisis I feel like this for him i don't know what you guys like, have to just college understand colors. the level of depravity with justin is he will actually when oregon suffers he'll wait until oregon suffers a major loss and then he'll be like how Do you think the Ducks did today? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wink, wink. And he fully intends to make me feel miserable. Yeah. Cable. Well, I mean, PMA used to have the, the I greatest. Did that once, and it was halfway
2: through their ball game
0: no, this year. Not the only time he's done that. <laughs> <laughs> did that once,
2: it was during their ball game this year when they were losing pretty bad. But then they ended up coming back and winning. It was great.
0: They did.
3: What about when Washington beat you guys?
0: Oh. <laughs> I'd be Jordan Moon, who <laughs> messages me then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm sure Justin thought about it. So sure. if I
2: had watched the game, I would have.
0: <laughs> Is your favorite color blue because of BYU? I think that's the point I was getting uh, at, too. Honestly,
2: I just like the color blue. It's very calming. It's very very nice. Uh, I love BYU as well. My favorite team growing up were the Dodgers. They were blue. I loved. Cheering for Duke basketball. They wear blue. Uh, maybe I just pick blue teams because I like blue. I don't know.
1: Is there a certain type of blue, like a, a sky blue or a royal blue? or Just BYU blue. Cougar blue? Yeah. Just... I'm pretty
2: sure. <laughs> Never mind, actually. But if it's any kind of blue and it has a Y on it, it's great.
3: <laughs> there you go. Like I, YMCA. I it. Yeah. See,
2: Lexi's got my, this awesome
1: jersey on it right Yale. Do
3: you like Yale? Oh, my God. Gosh, every Yield's single fine. time I wear something BYU, everyone's like, is that Yale? <laughs> no. It's,
0: it's real. We yeah. did have one more story um, from our show notes about your yeah. experience with your mission president. Yeah. If we're ready to go there.
1: That's not the one I was going to ask. I was going to ask you about the, the girlfriend.
3: Same. <laughs>
2: uh, Which
3: one do you? Mission president first. Okay.
0: Yeah. Mission we'll president, then, yeah, the redo on the girlfriend. Uh, remind
2: me what we're... What about the mission president? I forget.
0: Uh, so it's in, in our show notes at least. Mission president, lesson on Christ's forgiving nature.
2: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, so one thing about me is that I'm incredibly hard on myself. Uh, I demand perfection. Probably a little bit too much. I'm a perfectionist. Um, on my mission, I felt like I wasn't quite measuring up, Um, and I compared myself a lot to other missionaries who were having a lot more success, or what I thought was success back then, a lot more baptisms, a lot more lessons, uh, better at speaking Spanish, whatever. Uh, So I served my mission in in Peru and spoke Spanish there. Um, So I was really hard on myself, and uh, things kind of came to a head at one point, and I happened to be in the mission office, uh, waiting for transfers and I just was feeling really down and I just, mission president was there and I just asked him if I could just speak with him and, uh, talk about it. And he was very happy and willing to talk about it. Um, I kind of laid out what was going on and, uh, um, how I just felt like it wasn't quite measuring up. And uh, he gave me an awesome lesson uh, right then and there. And he said, you know, the scriptures uh, describe Jesus as uh, a shepherd, not as a slave driver with a whip behind you. He's always a shepherd leading you. Um, And I don't know, something about that imagery just really hit home to me where, um, you know, jesus he, he loves us he knows that we're uh imperfect and we're trying our best he has led us with a perfect example and i, I believe he continues to lead us and uh anyway there's this powerful image in my mind that um you know jesus leads us he's not behind us with a whip uh and pointing out every wrong thing we've ever done um, but he does expect us to, to follow him and, and his example. And he leads lovingly, like a, like a shepherd. So anyway, that was, this was a really cool uh, experience in my life. It really taught me about the nature of God and, and Jesus and um, his forgiveness, so.
0: As a follow-up to that, because you, you do some challenging things later in your life. You go through physical therapy school, that's tough. You raise children, that's difficult. How has that mentality and that understanding of the Savior helped you later on in life?
2: Um, Yeah, I guess I'm not as afraid to make mistakes. Um, And I've definitely felt His forgiving power in my life. Um, So I'm still hard on myself sometimes. uh, But... I think I'm a lot quicker to also forgive myself uh, now that I have those experiences to to look back on. Um, Yeah, I think, yeah, just, it's still hard for me to keep that in mind sometimes, but uh, those experiences help a lot. Uh, Bring those, that self forgiveness back a little quicker. Um, Reminding myself that, you know, he's, he's leading me and he's cheering for me. So, anyway yeah yeah
1: um last question from the list and then we'll wrap up um is there anything in your life you wish you could have a redo on
2: Mm. yes i i hope she's not listening but i dated a girl in (laughs) high school she probably won't ever listen to this but um we got kind of funny actually. Were we
0: talking about Hillary or the girl? No, this is
2: my. This is a girl in high school. So I dated a girl in high school. Because
0: apparently your mother-in-law can arrange to uh, make sure yeah, that she, set this, she, she <laughs> set this up. She set this up.
2: Very specific set of skills. <laughs> 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 no, we. I was fifteen. I don't even think I was sixteen yet. But um, we were. We started going out exclusively. Um, We both knew that we probably shouldn't do that. We were both pretty strong, faithful members of the church. We had read For the Strength of Youth pamphlet, which said at the time, do not go out exclusively, date other people, be with friends, things like that. And we kind of, at least myself, I thought, you know, no, I'm a good guy. She's a good girl. We go to church. We're... Happy, we're uh, um, we're not going to make any bad mistakes. We'll be just fine because we're we're both good people. And uh, I thought of myself as kind of the exception to what the prophets had written as as guidance and advice in the First Strength of Youth pamphlet. And I learned really quickly that as soon as you think you're the exception to what the prophet has asked you to do, that's when you run into trouble. (laughs) Uh, so we dated for about, it was almost a year, um, and then things kind of things kinda fizzled. She said, you know, I, I feel we've had lots of young women's lessons about dating and things like that, and I just don't feel like, I don't feel right about this anymore, and I was like, I, I said, yeah, that makes sense, you're right. I, I've always had a little bit of guilt in the back of my mind uh, about dating, but uh, we each other a lot, so we kept hanging out but um she finally said, yeah I think we should stop and i, I agreed I didn't want to but uh I agreed and' like yeah you're right let's let's do what we're supposed to do and, um a few months later she started dating my best friend but you know whatever Oof. and uh, <laughs> Dang,
3: <laughs> feel yeah, that yeah.
2: Uh, but yeah it, it ruined me it ruined my junior year, which is supposed to be like your funnest year. No, but actually ruined it because she was friends with all my friends, and we couldn't hang out together anymore. And so all my friends were hanging out with her. I didn't. I couldn't hang out with her anymore. And so it ruined everything. It was, it was terrible. Like my my junior year I was. I was pretty sad. I was pretty, I, probably depressed. Probably. Uh, I don't know. We we probably can't throw that term around a lot, but I, I legitimately think I was. Uh, and then senior year rolled around, and things kind of fizzled out, and uh, I was into other things, and uh, I was a lot like better running. after that. But yeah, so listen to the prophet because he knows what he's talking about, and yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's my take home from that. Don't don't ever think you're the exception, because yeah, it'll that'll bite you. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, Did you want to ask your last question?
0: I. Wanted to go into a couple other things. Okay, it's twist, 8.30 right now, so. And we we can finish up in a few minutes, and, you know, if Lexi has to go. It depends on me, if my dad
3: ever texts me that he's here. At one point, he's going to text me, and he'll be like, where are you?
0: <laughs> but we, <laughs> when we asked you about your favorite callings that you held in the church, I was a little surprised, pleasantly surprised, that you put... Bishopric, first counselor, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I'd like to hear more about that.
2: Yeah, so, like, so that's my that's my current <laughs> calling.
1: I'm first counselor
2: to Bishop Keister here.
1: You have to say, Professor Doctor
2: Bishop Keister. Oh man,
3: that's, no one wants to say that. Such a mouthful. Sorry, you did a great job. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> gonna
2: applaud you for saying. that. Is there a
0: specific order you have to say? It? That was impressive.
1: Is there an order? Dr. Professor, Professor Bishop.
0: Dr. Bishop. I have Keister. never figured that out.
1: I think it'd be like, Professor <laughs> Professor Bishop Jason O'Brien Keister, M.D. Oh, Esquire. Esquire. Well, he's a lawyer now, too. That's Sir God. Jason Keister.
2: Uh, yeah. No, I've really enjoyed uh, the calling being a first counselor. I think second counselor is a little bit better. That's how I started. But <laughs> that's just because... Um, brother jones was there helping us out so much
0: moving on up but when they call you to bishop you just you have to move to another state yeah i'm going to washington apparently have another kid have Have a a baby
2: (laughs) uh no i just i've loved being in the bishopric because you get to see how the church works from the inside uh with all the background meetings and decisions that are made that way um i loved learning from uh super wise and uh Um, experienced people, uh, like Brother Steve Jones, he was a fantastic, uh, bishopric mentor for me. Um, he just went out and he just got things done. Like he just, whatever needs to be done, he does it. And he, um, he knew exactly what needed to be done. Uh, he's super experienced. Anyway, this is awesome to learn from him. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love uh learning from Bishop Keister. He's awesome. Uh, has fantastic and great love for the people that he serves and is always super willing to uh, get feedback from other people and uh, counsel together. He does a great it's job not always that. good feedback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but he's great at uh, counseling with other people and, and getting advice and, and taking that, but he also makes good decisions, I think. And um, I've loved being in a support role that way um and uh now we get to work with uh stetson bear and he's fun to be with always and he's good to learn from as well so i just like learning from other people it's a it's a great opportunity to learn so i've I've loved that part
0: i have a follow-up to that and this is putting you on the spot a little bit justin i apologize for that okay but you've described yourself to me several times and I, I've put myself in this category too, as an introvert. Will that be fair.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: We were talking about card games before this. So, yeah. <laughs> so
0: how, I think a lot of people find that leadership is naturally more kind of catered to extroverts. Um, how do you lead as an introvert?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I don't know yet. I'm trying to figure that out. I think, <laughs> um, I think, for extroverted or whatever you want to call an extroverted person, I feel like just leadership just comes, like you said, like more naturally. Uh, I think if you're an introvert, it's not as natural, but you can still do it. Um, so kind of like accidentally joining the cross country team, you just kind of you just go you do it and you go through the motions and, until it becomes easier. I think so. Just the fake it till you make it. Apparently that's a theme in my life. I didn't know that. Until today. <laughs> 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 um, I think, yeah, from those around you, see how they do it. Uh, Fake it until you make it. That's, that's my advice so far. I don't know. I'm not an expert at this yet, but, uh, Um, Another thing that helps is just realizing, uh, you know, uh, Heavenly Father's in charge, and He'll help you uh, get through it, uh, even if it's difficult and hard for you. There have been a lot of things and assignments that I did not want to do at all, but I knew that I was supposed to, and it was my duty and my calling, and, and I did it, and everything turned out just fine, so... Um, I've had a lot of experiences like that and uh, uh, I realized that I learned from every one of those and every time it gets a little bit easier you
0: know, I want to add to that and I, I see that we got some other comments too which is awesome but I think almost being an introvert it helps you see the power of the moment more in, in <laughs> some ways as a leader and I'll, I'll say that because I've grown in the callings I've served in too and it's almost impossible to deny that you are getting that help when when you're learning to lead when it doesn't come naturally to you. I think for those that are natural leaders, sometimes it's I'm just doing what I do good. I'm doing my best, right? I'm yeah. doing what I always have known. Whereas when you really have to grow into something, you have to rely on the savior. You have to. There's no other choice. Yeah,
2: that's a great insight. I like that, actually. Would you say Stetson's an introvert or an
1: extrovert?
0: No, I would not <laughs> say that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> is that a question? <laughs> we,
2: need, we need Stetson's extroversion in our, in our bishopric. <laughs> and apparently we need a giant uh, <laughs> yeah. counselor every time. So
0: Steve Jones is gone. Yeah. <laughs> we go with we Stetson. We also need a
2: above-average height
0: person. Who's next, then? Um... Hmm. I don't know. We need. I don't a, know. I don't know. I think yeah. we're. This
1: is. He's he's stuck with a life now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Maybe we can get um, Julian Warren to move into third ward. There we go. We'll take him. Yeah. Senior. Senior. Yeah, not junior. Or
1: the second. I mean. That is true. Oh, Watch out, Julian. Julian is the third. Our oh, Julian.
3: that's weird. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just thinking about tall people. It's the only uh, person I know.
1: Travis Morse. Travis oh, that'd be good. Kidnap him back from fifth <laughs> Yeah, you guys stole their. David house. Marchant. Yeah. Oh, wait, he's not all. <laughs> <laughs> How did David Martin come in? Oh, I just kind <laughs> of wanted to rest about uh, that. was a little random. Um, well, thank you. Should we, do you want to ask your last question?
0: Yeah. So, trademark. Trademark. Before we get to our last question, Justin, is there anything else you wanted to share that we haven't gotten into in the podcast?
2: Um, no, you guys have asked really good questions and, uh, Happy to come on and share. Okay. Hopefully it is
3: worthwhile. <laughs> it was good. We've had some pretty No, good it was topics. a bad episode, actually. Okay. This no, is a bad episode. You're the one that wanted to talk about
1: Taylor Swift.
3: I was joking.
1: You're never joking about Taylor Swift. We may, we
3: may. No, I was joking about being a bad episode.
2: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs>
3: we literally talked about Taylor Swift. How can it be a bad episode? Yeah,
0: that's that's my point. We talked
3: about Taylor, it can't be bad. Yes, thank you. (laughs) No, it was not a bad episode. I'm sorry. (laughs) Go ahead.
0: (laughs) Well, the show is called The Connection, and our last question is always, how has being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints helped you to better connect with our Savior Jesus Christ?
2: Um, Yeah, I think that um, church does a really good job of bringing all of us closer to Jesus Christ um, as a community. Um, I think that he definitely wants us to work uh, together, side by side, um, which I think the church um, is really important for that, Um, getting back together, working together for a common goal. um, As as I try to describe the church to... Uh, colleagues or friends that are not members of the church. The thing that stands out to me is just, you know, we're we're just all people that happen to live in the same geographical area, and we make the church work for us. And I think that's awesome. Like, we're not paid or anything. Everybody just comes together, pitches in, does their calling, and it runs so smoothly. Um, and we all become better people because of it. So uh, that's that's one reason I... I love the church, and uh, I think as we keep doing that and pitching in together and working together, that brings us closer to to Christ. And anyway, I love that.
1: Thank you. Um, well, thank you for coming on our podcast, The Connection. Yeah, thank you. Um, I think today was great. I think it was a good episode, Lexi.
3: I never said it wasn't. I was kidding. We
0: never make bad episodes. I'm so we're just sorry, too guys, too, too clutch, too goaded. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you have any other terms you want me to use?
3: Um, I think Bishop saying "bet" and
1: bet. stuff is I really funny. I actually yeah.
0: texted Lexi and I said, "Is this the way you say this?" Yeah. Wait,
1: did you actually like?
3: <laughs> well, um, I also think one I, of my um friends' dad's the other day came over and told my dad he was slaying it at work. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear you say "slay," Bishop. Say we. But slay use, it context, use it in context. Use it in context.
1: Tell tell Brother Edmire he slays.
0: <laughs> Unless you don't Brother, believe Brother it. Edmire, you totally slay at. <laughs> Talking to us? Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> oh,
1: Dragons? <laughs> I, I am a dwarf player. Washington? Oh my. Justin is a
0: too. I, I feel I, like we should have pointed that out a lot more this episode. Yeah. I, I
3: played Dungeons and Dragons for the first time two years ago. I haven't like, played exactly.
1: D&D in three years because I'm always the DM. <laughs> I've played once as a character. Th- is,
2: oh, does, oh, so being a DM doesn't make you a no. player? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because we played started. before, you but... Join? but I was the DM. <laughs> you were the DM. Okay, gotcha. got you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't have to be the DM now, but do you want to join our group? Sure. Cool. Yeah. have in too, because he's a nerd. Yeah. I have um, a character. You I... totally slay it, nerdiness. Yeah. <laughs> you slay those <laughs> goblins. I got to <laughs> uh, oh, get more... slay dragons. Oh, sorry,
1: sense. my bad. Dragons. You slay dragons.
2: My, dragons. my uh, dwarf cleric needs more experience. <laughs> I
1: have a wizard. Yeah. His name is. Uh... Thanks for coming on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we hope everybody listening has a lovely week because we, I guess we have a schedule now that we keep. Yep.
0: We have Kirsten Woodward up on Thursday.
3: Sweet, so, which is it every Tuesday. Actually, I'll ask you about that later. We kind of yeah, just, we'll we just do it, it. <laughs> <We'll figure laughs> our schedule
1: later. Okay. Anyways, I'm going to stop hard. the recording now.
0: Uh, bye. bye. <laughs> this this episode of the Connection Podcast. We're on most podcast carriers, so please like and subscribe. The show's art is done by Joel Boreen, and the music is provided by Drew Boreen. We look forward to connecting to you next time. Until then, take care.